this week on the Roommates Podcast. Because back in the day, it seems like, in my mind, you could argue with people who thought differently. Yeah. But you would at least hear the other side. Yeah. Now we just go into these echo chambers. Mm-hmm. We're all Republicans. We're all Democrats. We're all Black Lives Matter. We're all alt-right. Yeah. And we're all just talking to each other and getting worked up and worked up and believing what we think stronger. Nobody's being challenged. There's no diversity of thought yeah. in any of those rooms. We could have a hundred different colored faces in a classroom. Yeah. But if we're all believing the same thing, yeah. nobody's challenging us, what are we doing? Yo, what's good, America? It's your boy, Hafiz. Chris the Star Show, baby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And welcome. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, and welcome to our new listeners to another episode of the Roommates Podcast. Yep. A late night conversation taking you behind the scenes of Becoming, featuring all the wild people, perspectives, and conversations you experience on the way. Mm-hmm. Also, also, take it away. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, the best hour of your, your week, <laughs> where you're entertained like a stand-up, yeah. right? Uh, educated like a TED Talk, uh-huh. and- What? Enlighten like a T.D. Jake Sermon, Ooh. baby. Ooh. Let's go. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? Appreciate you guys for checking this out. You're about to enjoy yep. another hour of your life. Ooh. Hopefully, it's going to add a lot of value. I hope so. It better. We work hard. Yes, we do. We try. We try our best. Okay? We are trying our best. And as usual, we start out with our shout-outs. Shouting out with our shout-outs. I think it's just me this week. All right, Chris uh, got some shout-outs. Shout-out to uh, my homeboy from high school. Shout former out, uh, football teammate, uh, Barbara at the at the University of Houston. Okay. Patrick Guide. He actually bought uh, Stefan's book. Oh, for real? He sent it to me. He said, shout-out to y'all for the uh for Oh, the that's hookup. dope. He bought yeah, it he Amazon? Bought I, I, don't, I mean, Or I like e I, oh, okay, you don't know. <laughs> What's okay, up, bro? Yeah, I don't know, yeah, bro. Yeah. Shoot, I don't know. Yeah. Had price books. <laughs> um, and also shout out to uh, Kayla Foreign Beyond. She she really loves us. Who? This girl that uh, works at volunteers at Forty. Have I met her before? No, you haven't met her. Okay. She loves our show. Oh, for real? And hey, she wants to come up? on. Time. So why you laugh like that? I mean, I, we, <laughs> we hear that all the time. We hear that all the time, so it's like, okay. She said she's ready to make her appearance, so I told her I'll talk to management. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I'll talk to management as well. There we go. Talk to the board of directors to see if we can go ahead and put her on the schedule. No guarantees we can make, though. No guarantees. But no, she's uh, she's very, she's very, for her age, she is like generations ahead of everybody. Oh, for real? How old is she? She's 14. Oh, wow. So she listens to us? she's very impressive for a 14. Oh, for real? Very impressive. That's crazy. Like, Lord. Yeah. When I was 14. (laughs) (laughs) All right. People people complain about our introductions being too long, so straight to the... To the point? To the point. What's up? This week, I want to talk about this a little bit. Young King Akil actually wanted to talk about it, and I was actually going to talk about it regardless. Regardless. So the Kanye West interview came out. Oh, Jesus, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> that thing. Kanye West interview came out. And there's a lot of things. First of all, it was too long. Throw that out there. No. You feel like it was too long? Bro, it's, it was two hours, bro. Yeah. What's up, bro? I felt like I loved every minute of it. Part one, part two. I feel like I got it got dull after the first hour. When, oh. it, when, they, when it switched scenes from them sitting down to them going to his little uh, fashion studio, yeah. whatever, and then them... Gazing in 
in I don't know the paradise of walking <laughs> in the land. Yeah. Um. I I, I just got I just got uninterested after that. Mm. I feel like that first half. I mean that first hour is like it's all right. I yeah. get it now. Yeah. Now for me, I like long winded conversations because I feel like we live in a society nowadays where everything is tweets and insta clips. Insta clips. <laughs> And it's really important for us to be able to like sit down and flesh out our ideas. So I'm a big fan of those long-winded conversations. So yeah. I mean, they could have put a description like, "Hey, you know, yeah. you know, minute one to minute 17. And <laughs> they said the same thing about us. <laughs> I know, but, I mean, but God dang, bro! Yeah, At least yeah. we have a topic. Yeah, they went through. I don't know. They started talking about fashion and went through all these different names that nobody ever heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, and oh, Kanye Sweet, like the way he talks about him is like he expects us to know who they are. Exactly, like, bro. Like, like, he's cousins, just like you know? it's an everyday person, bro. <laughs> but yeah, Jeez. but but one of the things that really stood out to me, regardless of what Kanye says, I think everybody ha- has a point about what Kanye says. I'm not gonna get into that. But what really, really stood out to me the most about the the whole interview was when Kanye was talking about therapy. Yeah. And Charlamagne asked him, do you ever go to a therapist? And then Kanye said that the world is my therapist. Man, and, boy, I, I think I had paused and really just sat there and he like, this man really just say that? <laughs> the world is my therapist? Yeah. What does that even mean? I think what he was trying to say was wh- what therapy really is, as simple as possible, it is... Just- conversation it's a conversation that's all it is it's you getting stuff off your chest you should just said that rather than the world is my therapy you know obviously the therapists are trained but i don't know like i've been to to like counseling here there and obviously i didn't sit through it incomplete but i also wonder how well can you really converse you know what i mean like yeah how well how well can a conversation really be and Charlamagne kind of has this running joke saying that in counseling sessions is like you're paying them to talk to you. Yeah. So it's like, you know you're getting their undivided attention. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if they're not caring about you, you'll leave. Yeah. And they'll lose your money. Yeah. So it's kind of like this extra attention like these people are giving you. Yeah, that makes sense. So one of the things I, I really noticed, and I kind of wanted to know your thoughts about it, is that a lot of people have no one to talk to. And we've talked about this before and, it just it's just really real for me. But a lot of people have zero people to talk to. Yeah. I I, I see that a lot. I feel like um but just even even for me, it's like I can um I could talk to people, but it's like one I I don't want I don't talk to my parents. You know, like uh not I don't wanna worry my mom, you know, like what was going on in my life. Um, I don't wanna worry her. Uh, I know my dad's really busy at times. Um and um and he may not know what's going on just as a younger generation, as a young man, uh, some of the things. And then it's like, um, um, I was talking to somebody, and I think it's really, like, with me, I know I can talk to people, but I feel like some people, they they surround themselves with certain type of people they, they know they don't want to talk to because, mm. A, they feel like it may not, like, you know, it may not be beneficial. Yeah. Or it's like, if you're, you know, if you're the leader of the group, you know, who take care of the leader kind yeah. of thing. Um and I do, and I think people just get uh, can get isolated very easily, especially if they're in the real world. Not probably not so much college and high school, but if you're in the real world, it's so easy to just go go to work, come back home, you know, wallow, and then do it all over again yeah. uh, without much interaction. Um, and then yeah, I think everybody's so busy, everybody going through something, uh, and nobody really just call and just ask, you know, how you doing? 
kind now, of thing. Now that's real, and I I thought about that. You made such a great point, just how when you get to the real world after college, after high school, you find out that you go back home to yourself. You yeah. know, like if you're single and you're not married and you have no kids, the post college life is the first time you actually came home to nothing. Yeah. You no, know, like in high school, you came home to your family, your parents. College, you went back to the dorm or wherever you were at, but there's actually like people there and you had yeah. roommates and all that stuff. And like when you become an adult, it's the first time you come home to yourself. Yeah, you just by yourself. And when people were going at Kanye and attacking Kanye for all the stuff that Kanye was saying, mm-hmm. one of the things that stood out to me was, man, we live in a world that doesn't believe in reconciliation but condemnation. Yeah. So like, what I mean by that is if you do something wrong, reconciling means let's fix the relationship mm-hmm. and let's fix what you did wrong so we can become together better. again or, yeah. or better. Condemnation is you did something wrong, I'm going to destroy you and I'm, I'm going to finish you, you and I'm yeah. going to kick you out. Exactly. Get you out the paint. Exactly. And I just wonder like when Kanye makes certain statements, not saying I disagree with everything he said, but when he makes certain statements, I wonder how often has he gotten a chance to talk to somebody about him? You know, like I think like that interview with Charlamagne was like probably one of the first times, in my opinion, maybe wrong, that he got to get everything off of his chest. Yeah. You know, like when he went to TMZ and was saying all the crazy stuff, I think that's like Kanye like finally getting an opportunity to get it out, get it out of him. Yeah. Yeah, I I see that. And and like I said, I think it's some it's some things that I feel like you should let out. Yeah. Um, and you should, you know, you know, kinda how like Stefan said, if you wanna if if you write a letter to somebody, you want to you know write everything down mm-hmm. and get it all out. Yeah. Um, but you do that you know either with one person. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it on TMZ. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, 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 like yeah, you yeah. don't say just crazy, um, just out of pocket random things on TMZ because that's allowing people to yeah. uh, condemn you. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think the importance of of talking to somebody um, behind closed doors is always important, not just yeah. to go on, on live television television and you know, say some things that may, you know, offend people. Yeah. Um, ooh, yeah, because I think, yeah, because I think, I think, I think Kanye is, I think he is kind of like, um, he's not easily understood. Yeah. But I also think, um, like he's, he, they say, he say his own medication. Uh, so I don't know if it's something where it's like yeah. calming himself down or um, just painkillers th- or some whatever. But um, I know I know Kanye. Oh, smack! Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> I know Kanye is uh, is <sighs> he's just going through it. Yeah, and I think I and the, some of the stuff it may be small to us, yeah. but it may be big to him. Yeah, like you know. The whole Obama thing. Yeah. Like, it, most of the things with him just being, like, kind of just in yeah. his feelings about what people either said or did to him. Yeah. You know, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z not showing him to the way. Like, that was a big thing for yeah. him. Um, so, it's just like, it was just like, I don't think he can really wrestle with the the hurt of, you know, just going through going through life and, and think, when things don't go your way, it's kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't know if he just experienced that in a long time. And I also think he has been the same since his mother passed away. So. Yeah. And not just to make it about Kanye, but the, like the, the biggest takeaway that like I'm, I think we should all take is that 
when people are going through something, they just need somebody to express those ideas initially to. Yeah. You know, you need that lightning rod. You need someone whom you can vent to. And I just feel like in the world we live in, too many, not enough people have that. Not enough people have that person they can sit down and have that conversation with. Like you said, like you shouldn't go to TMZ and vent, no matter who you are, or should ever go to like the the media, like or Instagram, you yeah. know, or whatever it is, and vent. You should have a person yeah. that you can talk to and get stuff off your chest. But yeah. we just live. I feel like so many people are so isolated, yeah, so isolated, so um, hurting so much that they don't have this opportunity yeah. to share these things. What would you say is, is somebody like, well, uh, Hafiz and Chris, I don't have nobody to talk to. Well, if you're listening to the sound of our voice, you have us. <laughs> yeah. But not like, I mean, on a real, like, that's what we're here for, you know? Mm-hmm. If you, like, if you're going through something and you have some issues, like you have us, we'll, like, this is what we do the podcast for, to help, to add value, to, you know, make people have a better tomorrow, give, give people a reason to wake up. And so you have us, so like, that's not your excuse. If you're listening to this podcast, yeah. if you're not listening to this podcast and you're going through that, man, I think, because counseling is expensive. I'm not going to lie to you. People talk about counseling this, counseling that. Like, counseling is freaking expensive. Mm. $50 to talk to somebody for an, for an hour? Yeah. Yo, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And like, and that's and that's the cheap, that's like the absolute dirt port cheapest. Yeah. Average is $200 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't getting much off your chest an hour. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Especially yeah. when you be going through some stuff. You need like a two, three, four, five hour conversation at times. Yeah. And so I think my thing is just find find communities, whether it's churches, find something where you can really connect with some dope people. But it's just so hard, man. I realized this. I realized this when I don't want to spend too much time on this. I know our guest wants to ready to hop on the podcast. But I realized this this week. I'll probably tell you a little bit more about it later. How did that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> but I realized this this week that one of the reasons why I, I don't really like hanging out with people my age is because like by the time people get to like like the mid to late 20s, they've shut everything down. You know, like mm-hmm. everyone has this no new friends. Everybody has this is my life. This is me. This is what I'm trying to do. You know, everyone's kind of like set in their ways in regards to meeting people, engaging with people, like opening up, caring. Like so many people are done with that yeah. by the time they reach like 26, 27, 28. And that upsets me, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why like for me, I always connect with people better who are younger because they still have that openness and a willingness to share, to mm-hmm. spend time, to care and to connect. And so that's why I'm just like, man, like I just want how everybody else is processing this stuff. Like yeah. how, like when things go wrong, how are you guys processing it? Yeah. It amazes me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. And yeah. uh I think yeah, I just think isolation is uh is 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 a bad way to process things because uh, we both experience um uh, that and we know the the consequences of that um and it's really making it just makes things a whole heck of a lot worse yeah um when you isolate yourself um but i definitely think like people need to like i think people have to really you know either take take on a responsibility of you know check it up on their friends yeah and then also taking on responsibility on reaching out and say, I need help. Yeah. You know, or I need, like, you know, let's hang out. Let's go get lunch. You know, let's do something. Um, just because, like, you sit with you sit with people in the same setting, you can easily spark up a conversation, you know, how's life going. And that's, that way you can, you know, vent and get everything off your chest. Um, 
So I think, yeah, I think, and I also think uh, you you cannot just, to me, if you're single, going to work every day and coming home and not doing anything. Yeah. Like that, to me, that's just, just that's just not ideal to yeah. me. Not at Recipe least for me for because- uh, that I mean, especially if you're going through something, that's just that's just oh man, that makes the days long, and yeah. it, you know, it's just you just gonna be thinking, your mind gonna be wondering, you're gonna be lonely, all that stuff. It's just yeah. not good. Um, so I always say, you know, you gotta find something to really uh to do, whether that's just I don't, you know, a lot of women like doing yoga nowadays, Tra- you know, trap yoga, shout out trap yoga. Tra- um, you know, they like they like wines, so <laughs> you know, wine taste. I don't, I mean, I join the organization, do yeah. something, work out. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, I, man, women love working out and they let you know when they work out all the time. Like, they, they it's consistent. Yeah. Like, you know, be some, I'm going to be honest, some, I don't care. Like, you, <laughs> I have a theory why women love working out. Anyways, we're not going down that way. But, um, yeah, I think you have to, like, you just have to find something to do and, and rather than just be at work because that's that's really easy to, to, uh, to like, tell yourself, man, like, only thing I'm here for on this earth is, you know, it's just my job, man. It's yeah. like that's not the truth. Yeah. Um, so isolation is terrible. You, everybody needs somebody, um, for sure. Yeah. Men and women. And even to your last point, when people are like you said, checking up on your friends. Oh, they talking about uh, working out. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but even to not your last point, one of the points you brought up about checking up on your friends. When people say that they're busy, I'm just curious to busy doing what. I agree. You know I, agree. I, mean? I agree. Like, I, I agree. Like, like what? What? What is it? Are yeah. you on a website? Where is it at? I'm not gonna lie to my friends who are like, "What about you, Fees?" I reach out to you, and like, you don't respond. I always get back. Yeah. If it's not today, tomorrow. Only time I don't pick up is when I am emotionally drained. Yeah. If I'm emotionally drained, I won't pick up because if I do pick up, I'll talk to you like I'm just done. It's like mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just done. I'm a husk. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I husk. don't pick up. But I always get back at people. But I think so much, like, everyone's so busy. I'm just, that's something I'm really curious into finding out. Yeah. Like, busy doing what? Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I, think, I think it's some, some people define busy as different. Uh, like, you can be doing a lot of things, um, whereas, like, uh, you are involved so much that you never had, like, any alone time. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's effort to pick up the phone and talk to people. Yeah. Um, so people use that busy excuse. Um, all the time or work was dang he just pushed my man work is a long day uh, I mean but I do think like I said I don't. I think people give time to what people who yeah. they want to see and yeah. who they want to talk to yeah. uh, most of the time um, so yeah I don't know it really just depends Yeah, it man. really just depends people be man if you, you got kids you busy Yeah, off top so yeah my, my like I said our advice guys is man if you're going through something man find somebody to talk to reach out to us it's just so important it's just so beyond important that you guys continue to have these conversations and communicate with other people yeah ain't this uh what's this thing called mental, mental health, health awareness, awareness month yeah. there we go look at that we're on schedule yeah guys man like, like I said talk like you like you like like I said like don't just sit in these isolated environments saying nothing like don't let your ideas just wander by yourself like have these conversations yeah, and we got some stuff cooking up. Yeah, Dag Nabbit. Yeah, for the for mental awareness, healthness, nessness of the monthies. <laughs> Dag yeah. we got some stuff cooking up, cuz. Yeah, don't worry. We'll be, we'll be coming soon. Coming soon. So hey, go ahead to take a quick commercial break. I gotta go with the roommates. Bye. I gotta go. Bye. I gotta go. Chris is signing out. I gotta, I gotta go. go. I gotta go. Oh dang. I gotta go. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Okay, okay, we are back. We are back. We are back. And listeners, I'm deeply, deeply sorry, but Mr. Chris has to leave. But more than Chris having to leave, we have a brand new roommate <laughs> here who I believe is 10 times better. It's going to be really enjoyable. One of my favorite comics, and also one of my favorite voices voices in society. Please welcome to the podcast, my man, Akash Singh. What up, Akash? Yo, what up, man? Thank you for having me, dog. Nah, man, I appreciate you, man. Like, real talk, man. I know you got a lot of dope projects you're working on and all this cool stuff, and we're really excited about having you on the podcast. No, Chris is pissed because Chris loves you, absolutely loves you on Flagrant too. Yeah, he came to the show Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate him supporting. Yeah, appreciate yeah. the love. Houston yeah. show with love, man. Yeah, I told you, man. They love you out in Houston, man. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. I was like, whatever. <laughs> Houston show with love. Yeah. More love than Dallas. It broke my heart a yeah. little bit. And that's your hometown. I grew up there, man. Born man. and raised. Man, so for our listeners who may not know as much about you as we do, can you give us a quick synopsis? Let us know who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm born and raised in Dallas. Uh, I moved to L.A in like 06 I'm old 06 I moved there for like a year and a half then moved to New York just did comedy the whole time did some acting stuff did some TV shows that some of you may have seen most of you haven't um, MTV type stuff uh, and then Andrew and I started a podcast Andrew Schultz another comedian one of my best my best friend in this business uh, he and I started a podcast with another guy named Kaz uh, called Flagrant 2 it's sports but also everything else kind of surround just whatever we want to talk about and um, that's the thing I'm most excited about right now outside of stand-up is that. That's dope. So what was it like living in L.A.? What was that like? Here's the thing about L.A., man. If you're anywhere near Hollywood, it's terrible. For real? The weather, you don't realize how much of a difference the weather makes. When mm. I came from Dallas, I was like, whatever. Who yeah. cares about the weather? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that bad. It's not that great. Going to New York, you're feeling a real winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, the weather is a big deal. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. big deal. Yeah. But when I was there... I just hated everybody, dog. Your barista, like, it's that's the joke, but it's real. Your barista is an actor. Mm. The guy who's cleaning the tables at Starbucks is an actor. Somebody's <laughs> a writer. Yeah. And so they're all like, there's always this layer of like this slimy kind of glossy fake yeah, yeah, thing yeah. Yeah, yeah. that everybody's trying to maneuver. Mm. And so that for me, I just want a genuine conversation yeah. more than anything. And that can be really frustrating and tiring. Yeah. And you got to play the game a bit. And I guess LA taught me that, but like, it's just exhausting. Yeah, man. I heard that. I heard that about LA. Like, I had, there was another comedian who came on the podcast a couple of months ago. He's from LA. And he said the hardest part about LA is like finding real authentic people is yeah. just virtually impossible. Well, my, my homies live now in this area called South Bay. My two best friends moved out there also. My three best friends outside of this business moved out there also. But two of them live dumb far out yeah. like over by the beach like uh, Hermosa Beach and all that Okay. and the people there there's too far to want to be famous yeah, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. moving there if you want to be yeah, famous yeah, yeah. and they're cool they're yeah. friendly people yeah. they're active they're just going out riding mountain bikes and stuff they're just yeah. living Yeah. those people are super sweet but then the closer you get to Hollywood and that surrounding area it's just garbage yeah man so would you ever move back? If there was work, yeah, 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 I would move back. Yeah. And I feel like I've established, luckily, my, like I said, my three best friends are still out there. Yeah. I am very like, I don't like Drake uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, how does Houston feel about Drake? Man, since I'm from Atlanta, I can't speak on behalf of Houston. I've been here for like a year and a half going on two years. But from what I... The vibe I get when he comes out here, because he comes out here like once a year to do yeah. his like little OVO fest, whatever thing he does, they love him out here. Crazy love. They love Because he loves Houston. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know if Houston felt a way about him kind of uh, appropriating or whatever. Nah, I think because 
Like, you know how is that always that funny saying that you can appropriate a culture, but you have to give it its credit? You know what okay, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, I think, like, he gives it enough credit. Okay. And he, like, never acts like he created the sound, and which, right. why, which is why people are, like, cool with him. Okay. Yeah. Word. All right. But anyway, uh, that Drake, that no new friends thing. Yeah. I want new friends, but I like a small circle. Yeah, it's real. If I, once I like you, we're good. I can hang out all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, I'm just, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> so, but in LA, the point is, sorry, that was a ramble. But in LA, that's I good. got my circle there. Yeah, that's So dope. I'm cool. So if I go out there for work, I'll work with people and then my circle is my circle and I'm yeah, good. Yeah. And I can, I think I can deal with it. That's dope, man. And so for our listeners who have not checked out Akash's podcast, Flagrant 2, man, please, guys, make sure you go ahead and check it out. Super dope podcast. Thank man, you, man. Great sports takes, even better commentary on society. My question to you is, like, you and I both are, like, first-generation kids yeah, yeah, in America, yeah. right? Is that a Bible over here? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But your yeah. name is Mad Muslim. I know, I know. It's crazy. So my name is... Hafiz, and that's like one of the, uh, um, that's an Arabic name. And my dad is Muslim. Any uh, name with a Z is Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listeners <laughs> don't know, if you got a Z in your name, you're Muslim. There's, even if you don't realize it, you're yeah, Muslim. Yeah, yeah. But my mom is Christian. Oh, and so, okay. yeah, so it's kind How of. How's that? It's, well, my, my dad is, you know, immigrant parents like you telling their business so yeah, yeah. I'll probably have to tell you a little bit more later okay. but they're really cool my dad's probably one of the greatest people to ever walk the earth right, right, like right. hands down the greatest person just super open minded just like super tolerant just like a great human being Okay. and so just as life progressed itself I didn't grow up with a specific religion Right. but then as I began to grow and as I began to do like my own studies and my own walk like that's when I gravitated towards Christianity but my dad's super cool man he's super loving right. but yeah man it's always crazy because uh, <laughs> people are like most people who are from the East like understand that Hafiz is an Arabic name. Most people think it's an African name. I'm like, no. Here they just think it's some black shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like the Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but now what I would say was that like even with our podcast, my mom listens, you know? Right, and my right. mom checks out a lot of my stuff. And it's like I want to be myself, but in the back of my mind is like, they mom, it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So they how do you... support their love yeah. suffocating. Yeah. I tell my parents, don't listen. I yeah, tell my yeah. mom. I, my mom and I are super, super close. Yeah, and yeah. I said, do not listen to this yeah. She'll listen to everything, even if I tell her not to. Yeah. But then at that point, I don't know. She'll have to hide it from me because yeah, she's yeah. defied what I've asked her. <laughs> um, but yeah, they'll, it's really uncomfortable to think she could be listening to some of the conversations. Yeah, that's what I think. I was like, man, like I want to talk about these certain things, but I'm like, I got to give the people the truth for this, like, my mom, I know my especially my dad. My dad will be pissed. Yeah. Certain things I talk about. And there's a thing I have. If you're are you the oldest? Now I'm the middle. Okay, so are you the oldest? I'm my brother's older than me. You uh, met my brother. Yeah, He's yeah, older yeah, than me. yeah. You're your brother's older. But yeah. you know, we do we don't do brothers and everybody, every cousin is yeah, a brother. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, do cousins. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a lot of cousins who are younger than me. Yeah. And I think about being a role model. Yeah, and like, yeah. And then I'm like, how honest do I want to be? I don't smoke, I don't drink, and yeah. I think about that stuff. I can yeah. say that honestly, but like yeah. other stuff. I don't need them knowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I I try to be as good as I can, but there's definitely stuff I wouldn't be comfortable with them hearing, but that's always a struggle of like, do I be completely honest? Because then a couple things are going to come out. They're going to be like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a bad dude, but that's a little, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. I literally go through that struggle all the time, man. And I think it's, that's what I was like, man, especially as a comic, you know, always trying to push the boundaries of society and conversations. Like, Like, how do you navigate that, you know? 
Yeah, it's tough. Because like, I know you and I've heard you share before, like, correct me if I'm wrong, that you're a big Patrice O'Neal fan. Big Patrice O'Neal fan. And so one of the things with Patrice is like, I remember he was on, I think he's on Fox one day arguing with this like feminist so girl. You saw that clip? Yeah. And like he said, as long as the intentions is to be funny, the joke should be cool. Yeah. Like, are you, do you, are you a proponent of that as well? I, yeah, man. Listen, yeah. Yeah. here's the thing that I don't understand. If I say a joke and it's not funny and the audience doesn't laugh, that's a punishment. Yeah. That should be enough. That's you don't real. know what it's like to stand up there and ask <laughs> and hope that 150 people laugh at something yeah. and then they all just stare at your fucking face. <laughs> that's a brutal yeah. thing. So yeah. then to leave that place and blog about me and try to ruin my career, that's just OD. Yeah, that's real. That's just like, you don't like people locking up uh, guys who smoke weed in yeah, prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. You was, you, that's just an over punishment. That's, that's kind real. of what this is to me. Mm, like, I'm real. not comparing our struggles yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. but the point is, you're just really over punishing something. That's real. I If you've, if you told a story to five people and they didn't laugh and you were like, oh, I guess you had to be there. Yeah, yeah, Multiply yeah. that by a hundred. That's real. And that's how many people are staring at me not laughing at yeah. something I thought would be funny. That's crazy. That's my punishment. Mm. Man, that's crazy. That's a really great point. Because like we live, especially you like moving to New York. So you moved to New York, like you said, 07, 08? 08 I moved, July 08. So coming up on 10 years that I've been there. Okay. God, I'm old. <laughs> so you moved to New York in 08. So New York was shifting politically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Around that time. Cause I feel like, like Seattle was like, like that since like the early 2000s. And then that yeah. mug started shifting. That's when you started seeing like people really getting sensitive yeah. and outraged and all that stuff. Like, do you feel like, when did you feel like you, you, you noticed like this shift in the culture? In New Honestly, York? I noticed it when I, it was stronger in New York than it was in LA in the time. Oh, I moved wow. from New I moved from LA to New York and I was yeah. shocked. I was like, Nobody wants to talk about race at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember, and I, and I guess it, it did have an impact on me because I stopped doing it, but I would see signs. You know, when you're kids, you're like, man, it's gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would see these signs like, like telling people not to say that, and I was like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't say it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really anymore, so yeah. I guess it had its impact, but like, it was a real big, like, I was angry about it. It was just like a big shock. Like, yeah, coming yeah. from Texas, you're yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, real. <laughs> fuck, and there's an openness here that's beautiful. And it could be more accepting in some yeah, ways, yeah, but yeah. there's also an openness that everybody else could learn from. Yeah, that's real. That's they're, real. they're just shutting it all out. And yeah. it's just gotten worse, I think. But to be honest, man, I think nobody's going to want to give him credit, but I think Trump is the one that's going to bring it back around mm. to being, like, hopefully a happy medium where we can all just have conversations. I don't know. Why do you say that? Because I noticed, here's what I think. I think when Barack, I love Barack and yeah. I don't care for Trump, yeah. but I think when Barack got elected, it really emboldened a lot of people in good ways, but yeah. some people it emboldened were the kind of like PC social justice warriors. Mm, yep, yep. And I, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that sign I saw, the telling people not to say that's so gay, yeah. that was six months after Barack took office. Mm. Because not that he said, hey, yeah, we should yeah. talk about this, but yeah. like those people who loved him thought, oh, okay, the culture of, all, of our country is shifting mm. to where it's okay to fight for these things. Okay, that makes sense. And I think Trump winning is going to kind of embolden those people. I, to be honest, I think the re part of the reason he won is they had been shouted down and silenced so yeah, much. This yeah. idea that there's not allowed to be poor white people is so fucking... That's crazy. It's like gross to me. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like gross to me that That's you real. think a white guy working in a coal mine isn't allowed to complain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. most of you aren't struggling like that. You yeah. talk about white privilege. I remember uh, 
side note, diatribe, whatever, is my girl actually, and she's a real liberal girl. Yeah. But people on Eminem did that Trump thing at the BET site for everybody's like, man, I really love how he's using his privilege. Yeah. And she goes, what privilege did Eminem have? Yeah. This dude grew up in a trailer park, yeah. no father, mom's a drug addict. Yeah. This man had no privilege. Yeah. So cool that he doesn't support Trump, but if a guy like that said, why can't I complain about my life? Yeah. That's the kind of guy that's going to vote for Trump because Trump is finally somebody saying, hey, it's okay for you to complain. I know stuff sucks here. Yeah. First guy that said that in politics and I don't know how long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else is trying to get poor black vote, poor yeah. Hispanic vote, whatever. Yeah. Cool. You should get that. But there's also a poor white vote. That's real. That's real. I don't know why we can't look at all of them. Yeah. Nah, that's a really good point. And nah, that's something that we, like I said, we talk about on the podcast as well, is that like, obviously... There's obviously levels to struggle, but the challenge is when one person says my struggle is greater than yours. You can't quantify or qualify yeah. that. This out, this race to be the biggest victim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. reward being a victim. Of now. course, yeah. Because when you're a victim, you can say anything about anybody. Yep. Nobody can attack you. Yeah. Anything you do, you have this excuse of being the victim. Yeah. And the only defense to that is, oh, I'm a victim too. I'm a bigger victim yeah. than you. How about that? Yeah. So that's where that's coming from. Yeah. Now that's real. And I and I thought about that like, and that's something that like upset me the most was that especially if you're like a white male. America and like like you said like especially in New York with those New York feminist liberals like right. they, they like they try to like castrate these guys yeah you know what I mean like and and I and I, I could just tell for your facial expression how much that bothers you and to me is like my thing is if you're a minority in America you've experienced injustice you've experienced somebody looking at you and saying like yo because of the color of your skin because of this I'm gonna treat you this certain way like why in the world would you then do that to somebody else yeah. That's what blows my mind. Uh, in the acting industry, you see it a lot where for a long time we were saying as minorities, just give the best person the role. I yeah. just want it to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And now it's gotten to the point where like, Andrew's a good friend of mine. Yeah. I think really talented actor. Yeah. But he said to me, his agents are like, look, there's just nothing for straight white men right yeah. now. Yeah. And instead of us saying, hey, that's not fair, give the best person a role, yeah. what I hear these people saying is, oh, I'm sorry, white man, is it finally not working out for you? Exactly. Oh, you want to cry? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, no, now you're yeah. just a white man. Yeah. You are exactly who you hate. Yeah. Bro, I man, that's so crazy that you said it, and I literally said the same thing. It's like, it's kind of like the person who was abused as a child becomes a parent and then now abuses their oh, child. That's a good point. To me, that's like, that's the worst. Yeah, that's a good way it's, of putting it, yeah. It's one thing to be abused, but nothing is another thing that you... Person, I'm sorry. There's one thing to abuse somebody. Right. It's another thing that you experience that same abuse, and then you give it to somebody else. And I hate that, man. And to me, it's even it's even worse than that. It's uh, you abuse somebody, or somebody abuses you, and then you go on to say how horrible abuse is, and make a make it a big point to advocate against abuse, and then you abuse your child. That's what bothers me: the inconsistency of the preaching. Yeah, yeah. Now that's real. And so, like, so. That's why I, I told you about like you having a podcast and you creating more content because like Flagrant 2 is dope with sports and comedy is like like I said, it's your expression. I feel like one thing that you guys spoke 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 out about was you feel like a lot of comics nowadays are playing like this social justice card and it and it care more about applauses than laughs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like do you feel, do you ever feel like, because like I said, you got so many dope ideas and so much stuff working on in your brain. Do you feel like, man, you don't always want to talk about those things during your show? Do you feel the pressure to leave those out and just to create spaces where you can just m m be funny? I feel the pressure because I don't want to deal with the backlash yeah. of stupid people. Of course. And I like, like, it's just so much noise. 
I like that our podcast is a place where you can just come let go of it and have fun. Yeah. And I, I told you this yesterday we were talking. I wanted to be a guy who was like an authority, yeah, quote yeah. unquote, on these things. Yeah. And now I'm hearing everybody yell and everybody thinks they're an authority. And yeah. I'm like, yo, that just is tiring. Yeah, that's real. And I love that this podcast is just about having fun. Yeah, that's real. We can have Republican listeners. We can have Democratic listeners. And they can all bond over this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if anything, that can bring them together and show them, hey, there's some common ground. At least we get along. And then if you want to not be friends over politics, that's crazy to me. But yeah. that's y'all's decision. That's true. Yeah, man. It's funny because like everybody said like sports is like that one great equalizer. It is. You know that what I mean? Andrew's exact yeah. Yeah. When we started, he was like, yeah. sports is the one thing we can still safely argue about. Yeah. It brings us all together. Yeah. And we can have discussions without it turning ugly. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. Yeah. I, I, and that's what, like I said, I just love, I just love about the show is that like, like I said, you can be a diehard Cowboys fan, which you are. Right. Andrew can be a diehard um, Giants fan, or, you know. Knicks fan, I guess. Knicks fan, yeah. Giants fan after and, that. <laughs> and then like, you guys can argue say yeah. nasty things about each other and each yeah. other's team and yeah. so we boys at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> like the ability to be free to disagree and that's why like for me growing like growing up my dad is like Muslim, you know? Right. Like there's a lot of things that my dad believes in that I don't believe in. Right. I'm I I'm a Christian. There's probably a lot of things I believe in that my dad doesn't believe in. Right. But I he absolutely loves me and I love him. You know what right. I mean? And like our differences in belief does not make me hate it's him less. Dope. Yeah. For you to, because my girl is um, Sikh, sick, okay, and I'm Hindu. Yeah, we have a kid. If my kid chose to identify more as Sikh than Hindu, yeah, I wonder how I would take that. Yeah, it's really impressive to not. You're talking about it like y'all are friends. Your dad watched his son choose yeah. his wife's religion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's dope. That's yeah. like a level of of tolerance. That's like yeah, and that's and that's my biggest thing. Like moving forward in America, I'm just like, yo, we don't all have to agree to the same thing. We don't no. all have to believe the same thing. There's like this homogeneous culture and society. Like I'm not, I'm not down for that right. because we just all have different cultures and backgrounds. And I think in the night, maybe this is maybe te this is a way Texas is dope. We used to just argue, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to just argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people would say, like, I don't want to talk about politics, which yeah. I actually think is is a little weird, but better. Yeah, 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 Like, yeah. let's just not get to this ugly point. Let's still be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, now, we want to even be friends. But back in the day, I remember arguing with people. Yeah. I remember in college arguing with people who didn't think gay people should get married. Yeah. I remember, those were my friends. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't agree with their beliefs, but they didn't stop being my friend. Exactly. We argued. Yeah. Voices got raised. Yeah. But that's it. Next yeah. day, it's cool. Whatever. We forgot we had this discussion. Yeah. Man, that's man, that's so real, man. But we like it's just so sad we can't do that. And that's why, like I said, guys, make sure you guys are checking Akash and um, his stand-up and his podcast out because you guys are creating spaces for that. But at the same time, like Kind of like to quote Kanye West, the, you know, the first guy over the hill takes all the bullets. Yeah. Like, do you do you feel like you know as you guys are pioneering this idea of you know like being expressive, saying your mind, not caring about the repercussions? You feel like you guys been getting a lot of pushback on that? I haven't as much because yeah. flagrant is just kind of a safer space. For yeah, me. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's been a couple times I said some things that some people were upset about and whatever. Yeah. Some of them were crazy and scary and whatever, and some of them weren't. It wasn't a huge. Yeah, deal. yeah, 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 yeah. Um. 
Andrew can take a lot more because he does brilliant idiots. Yeah. And Andrew cares about politics. I don't really. I wish I cared about yeah, politics, yeah, yeah, but yeah. dog, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. It's all. It's just a bunch of people fighting for power. Yeah. Pretending they care about us. None of them do. In That's my real. Mind. <laughs> I really think maybe one or two of those guys actually care about us. The rest, they just want to be more powerful than everybody else. Of course. Else. Of course. So what do I care? Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. ahead, do that. I'm not gonna argue over y'all fighting for power. Yeah. If you think Hillary really cared about you, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, fine. I just don't. But Andrew wants, he's like, he really wants to argue and he'll take that. He'll, he's taking a lot of arrows. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm taking as much because I'm, we're talking about sports. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My material on stage, I want it to be challenging, but I always try to present it in a way that you can't really argue with yeah, it or yeah. like, you know, it's it's kind of neutral and like I'm talking about how both sides are stupid or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would you say is like if if you were to summarize your brand of comedy, how would you summarize it? I think challenging is the one word I would like to use. Uh, hopefully hilarious. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, and then I think more as I'm getting older, I just want things to be honest. Yeah. That's like real. even on the podcast. Everybody talks about having hot takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to just do that to do it. Skip yeah. Bayless does that. It yeah. disgusts me, dog. He's gotten worse over the years, man. Because it's because we buy into it. Yeah, and we yeah, just yeah. want that. Yeah, we want, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump does that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't believe half this stuff, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you do it. Now, here's a different thing, I guess. But just the idea of like, I don't want to just have a take or an opinion yeah. or say something that's not honest. Yeah, it's real. So I'm trying to... As I work through these things, let me search through what's my actual honest feeling on this and mm. then try to make that funny. That's dope. That's dope. Nah, that's that's a really good point, man. And so, like, what voices is consistently in your head each week that is shaping your worldview? Like, what are you tuning into that's, like, really, like, you would say it's, like, refining or shaping your worldview? You know, I don't know if it's refining or shaping my worldview, but... Uh, I, I mentioned this to you. There's a sports radio station in Dallas called The Ticket. It's all sports, but it's kind of what we, similar to the template, we took inspiration from that for Flagrant, which is sports, but also everything else. Yeah. And the show I listen to in the morning every day is called The Musers. It's around from 5.30 to 10. I listen to it. I download every episode like it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I pay yeah. a subscription service. Oh, wow. And that's what I listen to. And they do a news segment where the, like the funny guy on the show, quote unquote, is also just a brilliant dude. Yeah. I think could be nationally famous, but but from what everything I've heard about him, he just doesn't want that. He doesn't mm. want the stress and whatever. Yeah, he just wants to be comfortable in his area. But anyway, I'll listen to that, and they'll talk about news and whatever. And then like that's really the only voice I'm listening to every day. Yeah, I don't turn on CNN. Yeah, I don't turn on Fox News. Like both of you guys are different versions of the same idiot. Exactly. Yeah. MSNBC. Yeah. It's all nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I'll check like a BBC or whatever. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, while, yeah. But, like, for the most part, man, that's just what I'm listening to. That's okay. So there's nobody like on YouTube that you check out, like Joe Rogan, anybody like that. Uh, Joe Rogan's been good whenever I've listened to him, but he's never grabbed me in a way that I'm like I have to listen to this. That's real. That's and real. I respect everything I hear about him. Yeah. But it's never grabbed me in a way where it's like, oh, I gotta hear the next Joe Rogan yeah. thing. So what makes that that show that you said that really gravitates your attention? What makes that show so dope? I think part of it is I'm from Dallas. I love Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love the Cowboys and the Mavs, and they'll talk about that. Yeah. But also just like that, this guy Gordon. Keith, if anybody, he's just a middle-aged white dude, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. a brilliant, funny, yeah. just just thinker, and like I, I, every time he says something, he's a liberal dude, but he'll call out the left for like kind of this like every gender, gender doesn't matter, but when someone's transgender, you really need to celebrate that because yeah, he yeah. identifies as a different gender. Yeah. Oh, but you just said gender's not real, so yeah, he, yeah, like yeah, he'll yeah. call out all that yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 and yeah. They'll, they'll all, one of them's a Republican, but he'll call out, he doesn't like Trump, and yeah. like it's just three... Again, they just on the surface, and I think Cassandra and me look different, but it's the same kind of thing. I think where you look at these guys, and you think, oh, they're probably all the same. Yeah. But they're not. They're three very disparate voices, and like, 
They're just yeah. having fun and being friends and talking about things in a, in a way that I enjoy. Seems yeah. uh, not biased, seems not slanted. Yeah. Now, I think like the vibe I'm getting from you is like you like the diversity of thought. You I know? love diversity. Diversity isn't diversity if there's not diversity of thought. Exactly. Just because we look different but think the same, that's less diverse to yeah, me yeah. than a hundred white people in a room who all think differently. Exactly. Exactly. Like I've said this, I think we are less diverse now than we were pre-segregation. Of course. Of course. And in a more, or at least we are just as diverse, but in, or just as segregated, but in a more dangerous way. Yeah. Because back in the day, it seems like in my mind, you could argue with people who thought differently. Yeah. But you would at least hear the other side. Yeah. Now we just go into these echo chambers. Mm-hmm. We're all Republicans. We're all Democrats. We're all Black Lives Matter. We're all alt-right. Yeah. And we're all just talking to each other and getting worked up and worked up and believing what we think stronger. Nobody's being challenged. There's no diversity of thought yeah. in any of those rooms. We could have a hundred different colored faces in a classroom. Yeah. But if we're all believing the same thing, yeah. nobody's challenging us, what are we doing? That's real, man. That's real. And something that I was actually kind of dealing with um, in regards to diversity of thought is that people assume because you're a certain minority, like you think a certain way. Yeah. You know, like I had, there was this one person who like, whenever I would meet them, that we would have conversations and they would just, they would automatically assume I believe this certain ideology and like, okay, well, you probably think about this. You probably think about that. Like, do you personally ever feel that tension, like especially like being in a place like New York, like you're having conversations with people and they're just assuming that because Akash is from this family, from this part of the world? I don't know. I think being a brown guy from Texas, people's view of Texas is not like I, I heard this. Somebody tell me if it's true that listens. I've heard Houston's the most diverse city in America. Mm. If that's true and someone wants to find me on Twitter with that article or whatever, that'd be yeah. great. So I could say it is. Well, yeah, most definitely. But. I think people assume Texas is all white cowboys. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird how they still yeah, believe yeah, it. Yeah. So I come in there automatically. They're like all their assumptions are gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think because yeah. I don't get, I don't feel that way as much. Mm. What do people assume you're a Democrat and you just want to? Yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people, I think a lot of people, because with our podcast, like even though you know, even when there was like three of us or four of us, like people assume four black guys, they don't understand how like different. Yeah, we literally believe stuff. Like right. I, I am probably the least conventional. Like in regards to just a traditional black person would be thinking in regards right. to a lot of subject matters, right? And so you don't yeah. love white women, <laughs> nah, <laughs> not at all. Mom is listening. <laughs> not Mom at all. Listening. Pancake butts are not my favorite. <laughs> I will not be eating any of those. Likewise, bro. Likewise. <laughs> but yeah, so just a lot of like non-conventional, non-conventional ideas, and one of the I mean, we were talking about it yesterday, like just a lot of the pressures that people will put on you that you have to accept this, you know? Yeah. You have to think this way. Yeah. You have to like, you can't break free from this mold and have diversity yeah. of thought or you're selling out. Yeah. And it just sucks to me, man. I just like, we live in this world, we created this world where like diversity of thought is lost and people just can't be free to be themselves. Yep. Man, just, just gosh. Uh, yeah, again, I think it's dangerous. Yeah. I think it's like really, this is, I think that's why we're feeling so much like civil unrest yeah. because nobody is talking to each other. Yeah. You're just getting on Twitter and you're yelling at each other. Yeah. Talk to a person in person. You're not going to keep that same energy. Of course not. You're going to find something different. You're going to yeah. find common ground yeah, when you yeah. realize this could come to blows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's important. Yeah, no, nah, that's real, man. That's real. Man, so what do you think we as a society need to do like what are some of the things that you think people need to do to, in order to start building these bridges Man, I don't know yeah. I don't have I don't want to act like I got all the of answers of course not yeah 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 if yeah. I had a suggestion it would be get off Twitter yeah get off social I think social media my opinion is honestly it's been good for if for my career yeah 
But I would just get rid of all of it. Mm. If I wasn't in this business, yeah. I would not be on social media in any way, shape, or form. That's real. It's dangerous. We all know it's dangerous. It's addictive. We all know it's addictive. Yeah. We just don't get off of it. Yeah. If I was a president and I cared, I'd be like, yo, give it all of this. Yeah, that's real. It's going to suck a little bit, but I promise <laughs> it's better. Yeah. Nah, man, that's a, that's a good point. That's one thing, like I said, if, if it wasn't for the industry we were in, the work that we had to do, definitely social media. Because like you said, like... There's something about talking to a human versus talking to a computer. Yeah. You know? And it's like like you guys even shared, you will not have that same energy yeah. when you see somebody face to face. You know, like the yeah. stuff you would say online just yeah. empowers a lot of people. Like there's a lot of dope parts about technology, but at the same time, there's a lot of weaknesses. Right. So what so what's next for you, man? What's next for you career wise? Um, so I have a tour with some friends, uh we call it with we're called Desis, Indians, Pakistani, Sri Lankans, whatever. Mm -hmm. And people who were born here in India, they call us ABCDs, American-born mm. confused Desis. Yeah. So we flipped it and we call it ABDCs, American-born Desi comics. Yeah. And uh, we are starting a tour um, the end of this year. We're trying to shoot and sell a special. Um, I'm going to start hopefully coming back to like Houston, trying to headline a show maybe. Um, probably Dallas, some of these markets where I think I'll, I'll be able to do that. Um, I'm working on a script. We'll see what happens. Everybody's working on a script. Yeah, yeah. 99.999% yeah. of them don't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. And then the podcast, wherever the podcast takes us, that's, that's the thing that's like, I said this to you yesterday, I think, but I never thought anything would come around that like rivaled my love for stand-up. Mm. And I don't think it does, but it yeah. rivals the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have so much fun doing that yeah. with Andrew and yeah. Kaz and just yeah. like, letting loose and not thinking about anything and I've seen Andrew be stressed out from everybody being enraged about brilliant idiots and yeah. he just kind of gets his space to just take a break and yeah. like Kaz same said the same thing it's his favorite part of his week Yeah. so we just have a good chemistry we have a good vibe um, you know like I said three different voices who all like Kaz is a very liberal dude but we've never felt any like any tension with him about him feeling this thing and we feel a different way so it's just it's a good it's a good vibe and I just yeah. want to see where that that goes. Yeah, now nah, that's something that, like I said, I, I felt that about you guys, man. Like I said, you guys have carved out a space where you can be your authentic selves. Yeah. And I feel like in 2018, Dang. like we just don't give people that ability to right. be their true authentic self. That's why when stuff comes out, we're like, we're just so shocked. Yeah. Like, how did this person say this? I was rich and believe this. It's like, because, you know, he had no ability to even express himself, you know, yeah. even to the crazy thing that Kanye be saying, like, at least... Kanye expressing himself can give somebody an opportunity to challenge his beliefs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. And then maybe he can learn. Yeah. You know, because I'm not sure if you saw the clip afterwards <laughs> after um, Van. Van flamed him up. Kanye walked up to him and tried to be like, hey, I'm sorry. He tried to give him a hug and stuff like that. Like, yeah. like in that moment, like Van should have took, hopefully took the opportunity to be like, hey man, I just want you to know A, B, C, and maybe that new information can yeah. change Kanye and yeah. help him be on a better path. But if you just demonize people yeah. and just silence them, they're gonna keep that stuff inside. And that's when you go vote for Trump in a booth where no one's watching. <laughs> I really believe yeah, that. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I can't say anything. All right, this guy will say it for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. if it's more destructive, somebody's saying something, it's like cathartic. Yeah. And then you'll just quietly be like, nah, I'd never vote for Trump. Never. Yeah. And then you'll quietly go in a booth and you'll bubble in the and be out. <laughs> that's so funny, man. Cause I, um, the one of the first episodes that we had, my friend, um, his name is Daniel, and he voted for Trump. Really? Yeah, yeah. So that's what white, white dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my friends, Daniel, voted for Trump, and uh, we had a conversation with him. You know, he was still like struggling with you know formulating his thoughts to us why, but that's exactly his reasoning. You know, right. like you get so fed up 
with PC culture, you right. know, like that you just like screw it. Anything to F up the system, I'm yeah. down with it, yeah. you know? And so that's why, like I said, man, I, I think creating more spaces, you know, like I said, I love bringing people like you on the podcast to show other people who are trying to have diversity of thought and challenge themselves and to learn more that there's other people out there and right. don't be afraid right. i just feel like a lot of people nowadays are afraid yeah because it's not worth it yeah yeah it's yeah. not worth twitter's never worth it when that one tweet comes out i've deleted a bunch of my old tweets yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i have yeah. a service that so i what sucks is i've been saying kanye is gonna have a fall for years and i've been saying kanye's crazy for years yeah and now everybody's gonna think i'm just hopping on a bandwagon but anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the benefit is all my old tweets are deleted so you can't go through and find the one tweet from when i was 24 and i was trying to be funny and it sucked yeah, 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 and it was yeah. offensive yeah and ruined my career yeah because that's what will happen it's yeah. just not worth it that's just crazy. keep it quiet yeah. write it down on a journal yeah and then hate the world silently. <laughs> yeah 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 because i i think one of my one of my mentors he told me that he was like yeah man everything you think should not be said you know yes <laughs> crazy that is god damn crazy that is everything you think you just blurt out yeah there, that gets you killed yeah <laughs> yeah and that's what like twitter like you said twitter gives you the opportunity to be like hum i think this i'm just gonna say it and there's no like you tweet too much i really think the solution to social media actually honestly is you get like four tweets a day mm. max yeah four tweets a day yeah Choose what you're going to say wisely. Yeah. One Instagram post, four tweets a day. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. So what would you say is your favorite part about living in New York? Walking weirdly. That sounds so weird, but it's walking. Mm. Like you just walk everywhere. And I was saying to you in the car, I don't work out nearly as consistently as I should. You yeah. can tell by looking. <laughs> but uh, if you walk, you don't gain a bunch of weight. You're yeah. just walking. You're just seeing stuff. And like New York, everything's so close together. For better and for worse, yeah. you're always seeing something. Yeah. Like here, you can walk one block to the next and see nothing, and it feels long, and it's crazy. In New York, one block to the next is a whole different thing. Yeah. Man, I, that's that's one thing that I think I like. I miss the most about New York, just like that density, like you said, just like the ability to walk and not have to feel like I got to hop in the car for 30 minutes right. to go five miles. I hate you, driving now. Yeah. <laughs> I used to miss driving now. I hate driving. <laughs> Do you have a car in New York? Nah. <laughs> I'm about nah. to say. <laughs> nah. I used to, I, now I don't ever want to, when I go to LA, I hate driving. Come here, I hate driving. Yeah. I'm good. So like what is a, is a culture among comedians and like people in the entertainment industry, are you guys... Like, is it a, are people cool? Are they clickish? Like, what's the, what's the vibe like over there? Real clickish. I always describe New, New York as like a 5A high school or like a big ass college mm. where like there's a ton of us, but you kind of just fall into your click. Yeah. I might know a lot of you guys. Yeah. I don't, there's a ton I don't know. Yeah. But then for the most part, you just got your circle of friends and you all kind of roll like that. Yeah. And it's weird because comedians used to be the voice that challenged and that challenge was at the time in the 80s and early 90s, mid 90s was being liberal. Yeah. Now the, all the media is liberal. Yeah. All the voices we hear are liberal. Yeah. So you would think comedians would start to flip right, but they haven't. They've kind of like leaned left because they see that will get them further. Mm. And so me, I look at a lot of them like I don't think either I don't agree with you yeah. and I don't think I can have a real conversation with it or I just think you're being phony to get further ahead. Mm. That's real. Like there's people who we're all worshiping as we speak that I'm like, I know this person and they might believe it, but I also know they're leaning into it a lot harder because it's making them more famous. That's crazy, man. Just the inability to be yourself, man. Yeah. That's insane, man. So, man, I guess one, another thing that I was thinking about is about living in New York and being in like this entertainment industry is like the women. 
And but like you, like you're in a committed relationship. Like how has that been like? Like kind of being in the entertainment. I don't industry? get that many women. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't really have women throwing themselves yeah, yeah. like that. It's real easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm just not sexy. It's fine. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Uh, I guess there's one or two here and there, but yeah. for the most part, it's just like. I mean, I love my girl a lot, and yeah. even in the moment, I'm like. I'm not like over even the moments where I'm not like oh I love this girl too I yeah. I'm like I could that's just I couldn't deal with myself the guilt I would have yeah if I did that yeah so like it's never really been an issue yeah you see women that are hot or whatever and that's always tempting in your mind but like I've never acted on it because it's like I know first of all if I start if I text a girl or message a girl. I don't think I'll stop from there. I think yeah. that's the thing that's like, the genesis, all right, here yeah. we go. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But also, I just couldn't, like, I couldn't eat, deal with the guilt. Yeah. Whether we stayed together or broke up, either way, I would just be, like, grossed out by myself that I did that. That's real, man. And, like, what what gave you that mentality? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of guys in 2018 don't have that mentality, especially, like, you know, people in entertainment industry or just people in general. Let's not go entertainers. Like, what do you think gave you that mentality? Like, you know, I want to stay faithful. Like, this is what's good for me. Like, instead of, like, chasing what everybody else is chasing. First of all, if you see the guys who are older and comedians and they're still hooking up with, like, 20-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems cool on the surface, but if you if you really hang out with them... You're like, oh, this is sad, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is sad. Yeah. And I'm not saying that wouldn't be fun. Yeah. And I never womanized. I waited. I'm 33. Yeah. I waited until I met my girl to have sex. I was trying to wait till I got married. Oh, wow. And once I hit 30, I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, so I never, so part of me is like, oh, I kind of wish I did that thing. That would have yeah, been fun. Yeah. But then you, you see these guys and you're like, yo, that doesn't. This guy, this seems so sad. Yeah, yeah. And that helps. Yeah. But also it's just like, I don't want to do things that I know. I'm a guilty, I have a very guilty conscience. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. know there's certain things that, like cheating that I would never really forgive myself for. Yeah. And so that kind of keeps me honest where I'm just like, do you want to go down that road? And that when that one side of me percolates and it's like oh this would be fun this would be whatever yeah that other side usually wins out has always won out so far knock on wood yeah. <laughs> it's like dog you would never be able to live with yourself yeah. if you did this it's just like do you want to for the rest of your life think oh, i cheated on this girl who loved me more than anything mm. you know what i mean yeah like yeah. you would always hate that yeah and this satisfaction would be cool yeah but that would be worse than that that's crazy, man. This is a good point, man. And that's, it just blows my mind. Like, that's why I say just, man, constantly impressed by you is just like your ability to take an idea and to like, not, not just dissect it, but to like understand the deeper impact of it. You know what I mean? Thank you, man. I, I think for better and for worse, my brain is always going. Yeah. And that's part of what made me a comedian. Yeah. But it also puts me in my head a lot. Yeah. Like, I watch some people that can just not be in their head and just go. Charlemagne never seems in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. go. Yeah, Smart, yeah. brilliant dude. Just and for for me, there's like this constant analysis of everything. Mm. And I started going to therapy a couple of years ago. Okay, and how's that, that been? It's been good. It's been it's all I talked about for a long time. I still yeah, do. Yeah. And I encourage everybody to do it. Okay. Um, but for me, it took like this kind of analysis. I I would do like, you know. 10, 20% analysis on myself and then 80% on the rest of the world, it shifted to like 60% me, 40% rest of the mm. world, which has been, again, good and bad, but like it's been good for me. And then I just, I don't know, I, I, analyzing myself and just knowing me and like how guilty I feel about certain things, that's not something you think that through and you're like, I would never, I'd feel like even the thought of it, like I've, 
I've seen women get cheated on who yeah. love their man. You yeah. see that that and guys get cheated on who love their woman. Yeah. And you see how broken they are mm. after. And it's like, yo, could you really live with yourself if you did not live with, how would you feel about yourself if you did that to somebody? That's real. Like this girl loves me and I love her for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, deeply. Yeah, yeah. But like she loves me and yeah. like I would break a person. Yeah. And I don't want to be responsible for yeah. breaking a person. Yeah. Man, how do you deal with like friends in the industry that you're really close with that are like cheating? Cause I got, I got like, that's one thing I've been struggling with a lot because one time I had a friend and, uh, you know, he was like, his girl was like, you said was madly in love with him and, you know, he was cheating on her and stuff like that. And then, you know, I, I didn't really address him at, at for, I addressed him many times, but it's just like, you know, eventually he's like, yeah. what can you do? And then it's, then after that, like he was mad and told her all these things and they broke up and she wrote me a letter. And it was like, I couldn't even read more than two sentences of right, it, right, right. but like, she was just like, I can't believe that you claim to be this kind of person, but you let him do this to me and you looked me in the face and said nothing. Like, that's not on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know for me, it was like, it wasn't on me, but it was just like, how do you deal with like knowing that like your friend, because we, long story short, like basically, one thing we do on the podcast, we started doing, we started doing like short films. Right. And we take an idea, like any idea, and then we kind of like multiply to see like, Okay, if this idea is true, let's take it to the extreme, right? Right, and so the idea we took in the first film was like keeping, uh, keeping a truth hidden or keeping something hidden from somebody else, yeah, to protect the person who may have did the action or who right. who, who believed this idea. And so one of the questions that I asked was like, man, when you know something, but it's gonna hurt one person, but possibly like really 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 damage somebody else's life like what do what which one do you choose you know i don't know how i would deal with that yeah. I'm, i've been fortunate that andrew when i lived with him and he was with sarah that that whole time i know for a fact he was completely faithful yeah but there is a part of me when i see guys who i like who cheat yeah that shouldn't yeah because i know i'm not perfect but there's yeah. a part of me that's like kind of eh, off put by it yeah yeah and i don't know if i'm just scared that if i hang out with them i'll start doing the same thing or yeah, what yeah, yeah, but yeah. like but it's also you get older and there's certain things where you're like, oh, this might this might just be lazy mm -hmm. or convenient for you to do, but you're like, that's not my place. Yeah, that's real. That's not my place to tell a girl who I'm not super close with yeah. that a guy I am super close with yeah. is cheating. Yeah. I think you did your part by talking to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah As yeah. your friend, yeah. to me, loyalty's big and it's like, yeah. again, maybe I'm just rationalizing because I don't want to yeah, yeah. snitch, yeah. <laughs> but like... As your friend, I'm going to talk to you and say, I don't think you should do this, man. And yeah. that's the most I can do. After that, you're a grown man who makes his own decisions. It's real. And I don't need to interfere with y'all's relationship. Yeah. It's like, how annoyed would she be if she was being mean to him and yeah. you stepped in and were like, listen, I don't think that's how a godly woman would act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd yeah, be yeah. like, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not your yeah, 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 yeah. But now that she's the victim. Yeah. She wants, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's real, man. That's really good advice, man. Uh, that's just something that we were just, like I said, we were kicking that idea around. It's just like, especially in today's world, it's like a lot of people know something that's true, but won't share it. Yeah. You know, because we live in this world, like live and, and let live. And, you know, you can't tell anyone else they're wrong. Or you can't speak into people's lives and just like, man, like how, do, how are we wrestling with it? Being people that we want to use our voices to speak the truth. Like you said, honesty is so important. Like how do you wrestle with like being honest, especially when it's difficult, especially like when to it's- To me, the yeah. honesty is honesty with myself. Okay, that's real. I want to be honest with other people for sure. Yeah. But the most important thing is honesty within myself. And then that reflects outward. Mm. Being honest in the, to me isn't, Hey, this guy's cheating on yeah. you, so I have to honestly tell you he's cheating on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know what I mean? That's that's, t- that's not honesty about me. I want to be honest about things that have to do with me. Yes, things that have to do with you. I don't to be, if you tell me something about, listen, your father's an amazing guy. Let's yeah. say he wasn't, and yeah. you told me. Yeah. And then I went on the podcast and I was like, yo, his dad's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. This is what he did. Yeah. You'll be like, yo, man, that's not your business to tell. That's real. That's I real. confided in you. That's real. So that's the same thing. What she's asking for is more humane in a sense, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't give it to her. And yeah. I don't really think it's your place to talk in the same way that wouldn't be your place. Even like if you were like, hey, don't yell at him. That's not how godly one would do. I would be like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. That's not your place. Yeah, that's real. That's how their dynamic is. That's real. That's real. Nah, man, that's dope, man. Akash, man, I'm for. I'll keep on telling you, man. You gotta create more content, Thank you, man. man. I need to. You gotta know, create more content, man. Like, just like, like I said, like I love, I love the comedy stuff. You know, I love, I love you on Flagrant too, man. But like, you just whenever you talk about just life, you know, because I think that's like your strength. You know, Thank everybody you, has that one thing that's like, oh, he's good at it. Like, you're good at life. Thank <laughs> you, man. Thank you. Like you're like Thank I'm like you, real man. tall. Like I'm not just trying to flatter you. You know what I mean? Like you're good at talking Thank about you, life, man. So I just want to, man, empower you. You, man just let you know like man you're dope man we love appreciate you out here love, in houston man. man when you do that show we're gonna support you and be appreciate the love h-town yeah man. yeah yeah Fuck. yeah paul wall came and <laughs> your boy a grill yeah <laughs> drove me to my mom's house after. it was so crazy yeah, the yeah. love of the love of y'all was crazy yeah that's dope man so for the people who want to check you out social media um let them let them know what your social media handle is and also about your, your shows and stuff you got coming up so my name is uh it's my twitter handle is my name it's akash singh it's spelled a k a A S H S I N G H. Twitter and Instagram are both that. Uh, website is akashsing.com. Um, shows are all going to be there. I think I got a show in Jersey as soon as I land. I'm heading back to uh, New York and I'm doing shows out there. We're gonna, I know we're going to be in, uh, we're lining up gigs in Alabama and Nashville and wherever, end of September. Uh, that's all I got for now. Hopefully, more soon. Yeah, man. God, like I said, man, please, guys. You know, listeners, man, the one thing we love about you guys is how much you show love to the people that really bless this podcast, man. Akash really bless this podcast. So please, guys, send him a message, send him a comment, shoot him, shoot him a message via his DMs. Let him know the biggest thing that you got from this podcast, man. Akash, thank you so much, thank man. You guys, man. It's a blessing. So as I said at the beginning of the show, this is your boy, Hafiz. This is Akash. And we are the roommates, guys. Please continue to share, 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 comment, let the people know where they can experience the best hour of their week. Um, guys, man, man, let Akash know. I'm for real. That's my challenge to you guys this week. Let Akash know how he blessed you guys this week, man. Appreciate we love that, you guys. You. Continue to support us. We're the roommates. And we'll talk to you guys later. Adios.